argued for two hours with officials at the unemployment office when I claimed that skinning was one of three jobs I held in the last 30 days. Right side, at least I won't have to make room for dating around my gaming schedule. That would suck. You just have to pick the right tool for the right job. And believe me, they're all tools. Yes, Blade is ready to partay. Oh, my mom dropped me off. Sorry I gave you ugly face. I sketched it on a gummy high. <laughs> Guess my princess is in the castle. I'm about to ruin 72 cents worth of tater tots. Hey, guildies, it's time for another episode of Knights of the Guild podcast. I'm your host, Kenny, and we're going to be doing episode number 42. On this episode, we're going to be discussing Guild Season 6. We have a Vork comic book review from a listener. We also have a fan interview, and we have an interview with the Bowie Brothers, who did the behind the scenes on Season 5. So it should be a lot of good stuff, and uh, let's go ahead and get started. Hey, you, sir. Remove your tongue from my woman. Zabu? What the hell? I thought you were at Borks running a men's training camp. Yeah, well, I thought you were not making out with other guys. I guess we're both ill-informed. Little dude, the lady liked to be here with only one man. And that man's definitely me. Correction, the lady is on layaway from me. Both of you, stop referring to me as the lady. Okay, I know what men do in this situation. I challenge you! I'll see you yonder. First up, Season 6 of The Guild is happening. So excited. They announced it at Comic-Con in San Diego just a few weeks ago. So uh, hopefully you guys already heard the news. If you hadn't, then uh, celebrate now because it's so exciting that they are bringing us Guild Season 6. What's great is I will be doing companion cast for Season 6. I did get approval to be on set again. So I hope to bring you very cool interviews, talk to all the cast and crew members, uh, just like I have done in past seasons with Seasons 4 and Seasons so I'm very very excited I can't wait to be back on set I can't wait to see everyone again and I can't wait to bring you guys some really cool behind the scenes for season six stuntman oh my god I was always so into Chuck Norris I wanted his mustache all over my body I put a call out for listeners like you guys to send me in audio reviews of the Guild comic books. I wanted to get your guys' impressions of the comic book series. And uh, we got our first one. The reviewer's name is Eric Hargus. So thank you so much, Eric. He's going to be reviewing the Vork comic book. So let's go ahead and take a listen to that. Hi, my name is Eric. My gamer tag is Reaperzilla. And this is my review of the comic, The Guild... Vork One-Shot. The story is by Felicia Day and Jeff Lewis, with art by Derek Robertson and Richard Clark. This comic is available in paper edition, as well as through Dark Horse Digital, which is the version I'm using for this review. This comic is based on the character Vork from the web series The Guild, created by Felicia Day, available through geekandsundry.com, as well as Xbox Live and YouTube. Each character in the web series has their own backstory comic available. Now to the review. Vork, whose comic real-life name is Herman Holden, is portrayed in this one-shot comic through two intertwined story threads. One, the story of Herman's real life living with and taking care of his 94-year-old grandpa, and the other, the early days of Vork's MMO online life with the Knights of Good. In Season 1, Episode 5 of the Guild Web Series, we first learned that Vork had a grandpa who died the summer before the series started. 
Grandpa left for his house, his suit, and continuing Social Security checks. The two story threads work well together and provide some real insight into Vork's background as well as the experiences he has because of his demanding, controlling nature. His MMO guildmates offer some engaging fun, but Grandpa is really fun. Grandpa is a lovable, pot-smoking, booze-swilling, pill-popping, chauvinist pig of a man whose antics, especially at driving Vork nuts, just make the story fun to read. Additionally, the subtle background humor in many panels makes for some good laughs as well. Especially like the name of the store, Huge Amount Asaurus. Now that's a club store name. The comic's art does a good job of remaining consistent with the web series, something fans will appreciate. An example of this in Season 2, Episode 3 of the web series, we actually see a picture of Grandpa that shows an extremely close resemblance between him and Vork. In the comic, that resemblance is kept and includes things like Grandpa's glasses, we saw in the picture, and the suit he leaves to Vork as well. From a color perspective, the comic has a good set of colors that work well in the MMO-related panels. The real-life panels could have used some additional colors. The overall story is engaging and well-written, allowing the reader to enjoy both threads while still getting a complete story that ends in a single moral lesson for Vork, and perhaps for readers who may have his approach to life. Ultimately, Vork learns one of life's great lessons. You can't control everything, especially other people, and if you don't control yourself, you will pay the price. Well, I don't believe you have to have seen the web series to enjoy this comic, especially Grandpa. It is fans of the web series that will enjoy this comic the most and gain some real insights into Vork's background. On a rating of 1 to 5 stars, I give this comic 4 stars. Thanks for listening. This is Reaperzilla, and until next time, good luck and have fun gaming. Thank you so much, Eric, for that wonderful review of the Vork comic book. It's just what I was looking for. And if any of you guys out there want to send me reviews, some audio reviews of the comic books, any of the characters, I would love to get those from you guys. You can go ahead and email me at knightsoftheguild at gmail.com if you have any questions. Or you can just send me your audio review, preferably an MP3. Those are the, the smallest audio format, and it's easy to email those. You can also send those to knightsoftheguild at gmail.com. I would love to get a variety of reviews from all different people uh, for all different comic books. Uh, so Eric, if you're listening, great job. And if you want to review more, I am more than happy to play them. So send them on in, guys. Codex. Oh my god. Your quest is accepted. I'm leaving to go power level myself and earn your love. Wait, you're leaving? Really? Don't get me wrong, you still get me as hard as an old school joystick, but you're right. You need to be at the end of a long quest chain, not some quick turn in. So goodbye, my love. I will return. All right, it's time for a fan interview. This interview was done last year for season five. This is my friend Jen, actually, which is kind of funny because when I did this interview, this was the very first day that I met Jen, and it's almost a year later, and she's one of my best friends. And I just adore her to death, and it's just kind of funny to listen to the interview now because at the time of the interview, I literally probably just met her. So it's kind of cool. It's kind of a, a, you know, a throwback to uh, when we first met. But let's go ahead and take a listen to this a fun interview. And hey guys, I'm here with another fan interview. I have Jennifer Ramirez, right? I'm making sure I got her name right. And um, 
Uh, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. And let's first start. When did you become a fan of the Guild? I became a, a huge fan after the first episode I ever watched, and um, it was season one. Oh wow! It was like so I from like from the beginning. Well, not really. I just actually just uh, came across it. Oh, okay. I came across um, like the first episode for season one in around like maybe like October of last year. So okay, I'm so actually relatively new. new. Yeah. As far as uh, uh, yes, as far as going back yeah. in time, but uh, I quickly watched. I marathoned through one through. Th- You're so lucky. <laughs> I marathoned through the first th- through third month, month season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I made it a, a point to catch up um, because fourth season, the fourth season had just you yeah. know come out. So yeah. I wanted to catch up and to be able to catch up to where we were. Yeah. Um, with weekly with them coming out with new episodes for season four. Yeah. So yeah, I, I did a nice. some Netflix some marathoning nice. and nice. some YouTube. Now, how, do you remember how you came across it? Did someone suggest um, it, or you just happened to come across it on the internet? It actually, yes, I was actually um, flipping through just random things on Netflix, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, what's this? You know, and I read the the little synopsis, yeah. and I was like, this could be interesting. I clicked on it and watched cool. first time, and I was like. Where have I been? You know, I do. I played WoW for about three years, so um, immediately, (laughs) immediately, I clicked. Yeah, exactly. Nice, nice. Now I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm going to ask you to say who your favorite character is. It's a good one. Uh, When I did play WoW, um, you know, a good portion of my heart goes. You know, has a special place for uh, Blades because uh-huh. I, my main character is a rogue, so um, <laughs> things that he does and says, it's, you know, it's, I could I'm yeah. very much I understand um, but I think uh, Codex has probably have to be uh, one of my favorite characters, actually yeah. Now um, let's pick an Axis of Anarchy favorite Axis of Anarchy character I would have to, it's, it's gonna a tie between Bruiser Nice. And of course, Fox. Nice. Yeah. Bruiser because it's almost like he's the uh, comic relief. It just has it's everything he oh, says yeah. <laughs> comes out of his mouth. <laughs> yeah. So Not as no like, but yes, it's whatever comes out. That's, it. that's my sort of comic relief. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> and of course, Fo- I mean, well, Wheaton. Yeah. How can you go wrong? Yeah. So yeah, cool. definitely. Now, since you recently watched all four seasons, do you have a favorite season? So they're all fresh. Oh yeah. Um. That's a good one. I know because people are like, oh, I like the first season because it introduced me to it. It's right, right, right. Other people are like, I like the third season because of the fighting between the two guilds. And then like the fourth season was really, you know, yeah. it's hard to pick and choose. Yeah, it, that's a really good one. I, if I, if I really, like, if you had a gun to my head, and I, honestly, Which I don't, by the way. No, there is no gun. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably have to say, um, I think the second season. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, I really like the second season. Yeah. Although the third season we did uh, get introduced to, was it the third season with the Fox and the yeah there was the annex annex X wow it's late we've been here yeah. a long day yeah clearly I'm I'm becoming <laughs> I'm becoming very loopy at this point we're actually on set of season five but yes. we're not giving any spoilers but. no <laughs> we can't do that we signed waivers yeah. <laughs> release forms. 
So, right, but so yeah, season two would be your favorite season. I would have to say season two. Okay, Se- cool. Season one was 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 pretty cool, but, but uh, as soon as I rolled into season two, I just I don't know that it kind of like all yeah. 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 I really started to connect with uh, a lot of the different like characters yeah. and yeah. really related to them in, yeah. in many ways, like especially through um, my own guild that I yeah. had, you know. Yeah. Cool. Well, speaking of that, do you see yourself as any of the characters, or maybe a combination of a few of the characters? Yeah, I I do. Um, I relate a lot to like the kind of like the uh, Codex's um, a lot of the her afterthoughts, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I saw a lot of um, kind of like the just the problems the guild had as as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, the guild I played with was a very casual guild, so we didn't do it. We weren't very serious about yeah, it. Yeah. But at times, we were like, come on, guys. You know, we want to get through this raid yeah. or something like that. But, you know, we had fun doing it. But, yeah. And I see that a, a lot of, you know, the show, you know, transcends that yeah. type of thing yeah. throughout. So you could definitely, like, relate to it immediately, yeah. Yeah. being a gamer. And um, I've actually met a lot of people who aren't gamers and just immediately love the show never games in my life yeah, and it's there you go beautiful. and it's no yeah. matter what you can still like relate to it yeah. whether it be the gaming portion of it or just general the humor yeah exactly even I don't game I know gamers and I know people like that right who aren't even gamers I just know people like who are yeah who, who just like that who have that sort of world, you always have those pers- there's yeah, definitely those, those personalities yes. and, yeah yeah definitely definitely yeah. cool um, let's see, what else do I normally ask somebody? Um, so you play the game, wow. I or did, have I have played it, um, unfortunately, played about like three years. Okay. A little bit three years. Um, well, it, it takes a lot of time. <laughs> it's, it's like <laughs> you have to be, it, you do have to have a certain amount of time, like, reserved Even for it. Even though there's casual, does you do end up uh, playing... You know, you want to play more yeah. than you probably are allotted time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, be, be between work and, and just life in general, it's just, I became it just became uh, just something I had to kind of yeah. put away for a while. I, I, it's not like that I, you know, have quit forever. I don't think that can be. Yeah, I just had to take a break for now, just because there's a lot of stuff going on, and you know, I'll go back to it eventually. But, but um, just yeah. at this point, it's just I, I don't have that kind of time. Yeah. I would love to put into it. Like, I don't have the time to yeah. play like I want to play. Yeah. Now, do you play any other games, like consoles or... Uh... Um, well, that's how I started. Well, I've always been a console player since I was, like, seven. But, you know, grew up with Nintendo and stuff like yeah. that. But um, at the at this point, I don't have any consoles at the moment. But um, I picked up a couple months ago Minecraft. And that's a really fun little game you could play on my laptop. So, Very cool. Well, I really appreciate you stopping by and chatting with me. Sure. Well, it's been a pleasure. Hope you guys liked that interview. It was a lot of fun to reminisce, uh, uh, um, well, almost a year ago when uh, we did that interview. And I'll be bringing you more of some extra interviews that I did from last year in upcoming podcasts. Codex. Men are meant to be used for their skill sets. Need to pass a biology test? Data biologist. Or your biology TA. They don't even need names as far as I'm concerned. Fred, Joe, and Ryan might as well be called moving van, pharmacist, and oil change. You just have to pick the right tool for the right job. And believe me, 
They're all tools. Hmm. Are you for real? Yeah. All right, for our final segment, I actually sat down and talked to the Bowie Brothers. I'm sure some of you guys know these gentlemen. They did uh, the photo shoot for Felicia Day, I think it was about a year ago. Um, they produced some very gorgeous pictures of Felicia, and they just recently did one with Teal. They do a lot of uh, a lot of photo shoots that are also, you know, camera people and directors, and they produce a lot of really cool material. So uh, let's go ahead and take a listen to my interview with the Bowie Brothers. Hey guys, I have two very special guests. I have brothers here. I have Vu and. Lon Bowie, they are actually doing our behind the scenes. Um, you guys should recognize the the name. They've uh, been associated with Felicia before. They did the incredible pictures of her that uh, floated around. How long ago was that? It's over a year ago, actually. Yeah, it's over a year. Yeah. Yeah, but the one image in my head is the one with her on the ladder in the library. That is. It's it's yeah it's an incredible yeah. picture. We, we've had yeah. people have come up to us actually being here. Some of the extras come up and they're like, you know, I'm going to see your work, and I tell them, oh yeah, go to the website, and they come. You shot the library picture? It's pretty cool. <laughs> so how did you guys get involved with this? Because behind the scenes was obviously I did previous few years, and then Brian did it, but then they decided to farm it out to you guys. And Brian just walked just just, by. Yes, he's a pod yeah bomber. pod bombing the Bowie Brothers. Yeah. Is this thing on? <laughs> that was Greg Aronowitz, everybody. We are in a hallway, which <laughs> and, and at the end of the hallway are the restrooms, so a so, lot of people are going to pass. Oh, yeah, so so anyone you hear pass, you know. They yeah, just went to, to the restroom. Or they're on their way to <laughs> the on their way. <laughs> so um, we got involved. <laughs> Thanks, TJ. So, okay, to answer your question, how did we get involved in doing this? We kind of, um, just like from the behind the scenes of the photo shoots that we've done, like on the one of Felicia, um, people recognize our work through our behind the scenes videos. Mm -hmm. And so we've done a lot of behind the scenes stuff. And although that's not our main business, it was pretty exciting to be asked to do it. And then we kind of, we brought it back on the producers, back on to Kim and Felicia, and we're like, well, you guys want us to do the behind the scenes. What if we did this? And we created a much bigger project for ourselves to do that fit more in line with mm-hmm. more in line with what, what we, we want to do. Yeah. yeah, you know, behind the scenes is fun and it's great, but it's not. It's not our business. Yeah, it's not our yeah. business. Like that, we do it. We do it well because we've done it so many times. We're used to shooting behind the scenes of ourselves. <laughs> you know, like oh, we got a photo shoot with Felicia Day. We're just going to shoot behind the scenes, and then we shoot them, edit them. You know, we have them scored. Most of them have been scored by uh, Paul Date. He's a great musician, and then and then put them out there, and people love them. But yeah. it was never like, oh, let's make this into a business. But yeah. now we do get a lot of inquiries and in doing it for business. But we still wanted to make this project more in line with what we want to do, which is more uh, along the lines of filmmaking and some documentary filmmaking. Yeah. So so we made it into this bigger project. Yeah. yeah. So we're we're not only doing the special features; we're just shooting it. I think I think sh- yeah yeah. I think which we are shooting edit. that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Sean's, Sean's going to edit it. Okay. And so we're shooting a little more than I think what he wants. <laughs> but he thought we'd shoot. He, I'll just say there's over 400 gigs worth of footage already. So far. I, I and we're, 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 yeah. Yeah, we, we are almost wrapped. I think there's two more days or three more days of shooting left. So we'll still get another 100 or so yeah, gigs. We'll over 500 gigs. Over 500 gigs. But out of that, we hope to make a documentary yes. about where the guild came from 
and what it's changed in the world and what it means to people like i think that's like a lot of it you know a lot of behind the scenes people talk about like how they are doing it like the technical aspects all of that kind of stuff but we kind of wanted to dig a little deeper we do go over that kind of stuff but we also are digging deeper into the fan base and all the great people who have been involved and why they would be involved in a project and you know and the guild means a lot to a lot of people and we talk a lot about that in this in this film it's doing a grander scope yeah. yeah, basically. I mean, it's like so. There was, there's the you know the true behind the scenes. We shot all that stuff for them. We've got all that stuff in the, like the first two, three yeah, days. That, that was and the then, easy part. Yeah, and then we just we've shown up every day, and and we're getting all the nitty gritty, and we're getting interviews with all of the great people who have been involved, and it's it's been a really good experience, even just doing it. And but now we have to edit it. Editing is going to be the hard part. <laughs> so you guys are editing the, the special documentary, not the yeah. Yeah, behind we are, the yeah. The, all the behind-the-scenes stuff, they will be taking care of themselves. Yeah. The documentary, we will be... Because it's our piece. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. not... Uh, it's yeah, go, this is, you're going to release it on your website. Yes, it will be released on our website. Do you know about when? I believe... The last, the last I heard was around when the DVD is coming out. Yeah, okay. sometime around then. Okay. So it'll be after the season has aired. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, the season will be over. Which I'm sure you guys will let me know and I can let all the fans know. Absolutely. Hopefully. Maybe we'll chat again <laughs> yeah. once we actually know what it's about. Us, we shot about too it. much and <laughs> we, it was overwhelming. Yeah. And we gave up. <laughs> we gave up. <laughs> we went and got regular jobs. <laughs> you could see us at In-N-Out. Great, great. And really quick, I know that you guys shot some, you were on the, the second unit. Oh, yeah. Of filming of the Guild. Forgot about, about that. Yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit, too. So um, Greg Benson was directing, mm-hmm. and then you two were doing the camera and all the photography. And, um, how'd that go? Actually, it oh, went it really well. Did it, you just yeah, yeah. So, ask you to do it? So, yeah, what happened it? was the day before, Sean called me, and he said, okay, can you guys do this? Can you guys shoot a couple scenes for us as second unit, completely separate from us, just do it for us. And I was like, um, let me think about that for a second. <laughs> <laughs> because we have, a, we, we we have, have our thing a, that we're we doing already. We have a thing that we want yeah, to do. And we're very busy doing I was like, we can't. Like, if you just, if you, that, if tomorrow morning you just come to us and you say, shoot this for us, yes, we will do it. But... I want to make sure it doesn't interfere with our obligations to make the EPK stuff and the other stuff that we're shooting for the documentary. And I was like, as long as you guys are okay, so check with Kim. As long as Kim is okay with us taking time away from that, absolutely, we'd love to. And it ended up being really, really well. It went really well. Yeah. Um, It was quick. I mean, we did it in about an hour. You know, we did like three scenes. Yeah, three scenes. The game, uh-huh. yeah, we did. We, we shot did the reveal that. of the game. Booth. So that that opening shot, and then we shot some some non dialogue uh, actions between some some of the characters, and then also an intro scene to one of the, actually an opening scene to to the entire. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's the reveal. That's the it actual is reveal. reveal. Oh, yeah. you guys shot the entire convention. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we shot. We shot Felicia and Vork, Vork walking in. walking in for the first time okay. to the convention. It's a pretty cool I shot. I missed that because I was only there when you guys were shooting the game booth. Oh yeah, yeah, that so, was yeah. How, we had shot the other stuff already. Oh yeah, I gotcha. and it was a okay. pain because we're shooting in the middle of a live yeah, it's convention. A, it's a yeah. live convention, and all the vendors they actually had signed agreement saying yes, there will be a film crew, and we understand that it may. Impede or in, in slightly impede on your on yeah. your business, your, your it access, may. and 
and there was a guy vendors, that was a jerk. He's like, no, I paid for my space. I get rights to it. And he's like, do not block anyone. Yeah. You cannot ask people to move. Nothing. And we're like, and he, his booth was exactly where we had to. to <laughs> so we to get shoot. the one jerk <laughs> for one our jerk. shot. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it went well. Yeah, it went well. I think it, it's going to be good. It's yeah. going to be good. Without Greg, I don't think we would have pulled it off. As yeah, well as we did, did really well. He was a good, he was a good director. Yeah, he was a good director. And yeah. produced. He produced. He did. He did. Produced and directed. I guess we directed a bit too. Yeah. It was it's just a collaborative a, it was a, it was a effort because it wasn't, you know, it wasn't very structured. Yeah, yeah. We just kind of made it happen. It and so Greg did yeah, things and yeah. we did it. And literally, I mean, yeah. we were time-wise just because they needed that space yeah. for first unit. You know, yeah. so like it was. Actually, that, that part's pretty funny because what happened was we, we were still finishing up shooting the reveal shot of the game, the booth, the game. Yeah. And first unit had started already setting up lighting. Basically, we were done. They were being very polite about it, but it was it was clear we had no more time yeah. to well, shoot. Well, I was going to say they were both shooting, the yeah. team smashing the camera. Yeah, at the same shooting, time. And there were extras crossing in. I had to stop them for the year scene. Yeah. It was, yeah, overall compact that little... It was yeah. a very small space. It was a very, very small space. We were trying to shoot space. two completely separate things. At least ours didn't need sound, which was nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. we were just shooting and picture I think it might have been awkward for all the extras and the actors, for me calling action <laughs> and then they're, they're like what, what are you talking about the camera's not even up yet yeah, yeah. but hey it worked, it worked. We, it worked. We, we got it done and then we moved right back into doing our thing and I think it's going to be something that especially fans will love but I think it's going to also appeal to a much wider audience of anyone who watches uh, shows on the web yeah. anyone who, who is interested in behind the scenes of how entertainment is made you know and it's kind of scripted entertainment that's really good yeah. The guild is well, a, the guild has one the of biggest, the well-known yeah, audience. Everybody wants to know how it was made and why is it so successful. Yeah, and it's cool that you're going to go deeper into it. It's we cool are like I, costumes, like you know, yeah. all the different kinds of aspects that make it. All the you know, art department, the, some of the visual aspects, special effects, like all of that kind of stuff. We're really going to dig in and and try to tell it. Now, I mean, you know, we can only make it so long well, yeah. because we we do need to release it this year <laughs> and so we don't have unlimited it's time with which to edit. Feature we, length have, documentary. we have jobs, you know, we well not regular jobs, but we we have to go and we have and, gigs and to do, do our gigs. So yeah. we're we're not going to have unlimited time, but we will show as much as we possibly can. Yeah. And we want to give people that because they yeah. want to know. Like well, you said, there's I mean the the stuff like that you shot and that um that um Brian? Brian? He did season three. Okay. So the, what you guys shot was great stuff, but it didn't go... Um, because it was very specific. Yeah, it was very like specific. Were, like, yeah, these we are, want to tell these this are what story. we want to tell do. This story. You guys weren't given the freedom yeah. to explore everything. Oh, yeah. Well, mine everything. was like, let's talk about the extras. So yeah. Okay, yeah. The extras. And it was, let's talk about the new cast members. Like, yeah. You know. So you, yeah. You, were, you were limited to what you could yeah. explore. And so we shot that stuff. Yeah. You know, that they're like, okay, these are the three stories. We have three, yeah. three EPK pieces. And we ended up, oh, my God, it's actually kind of exciting. Oh, yeah. We ended up coming up with a new story during it with some some quick cast changes yeah. and, and things. It's, it's well, a very dramatic you, he, story. He's interviewed her. Oh, you, you've interviewed yeah. Leslie. Okay. Yeah. So, so Leslie So we have is, a big piece about Leslie. Awesome. That, that turned this into a, a, 
It's a great yeah. story. Great story. And it's every like extra's yeah. dream. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we were interviewing Mark Gant and he he basically said, he's like, if you talk to any extra, like what what do you hope to get out of this? Obviously the paycheck, blah blah blah. Yeah. But the dream of every extra is to be discovered, yeah. to be so impressive or just be lucky and be picked to yeah. be on screen talking. And she did it. But not only she did it, but she booked two roles out of it two at roles. the same time. Yeah. Two roles. <laughs> I asked her who her favorite character is. And yeah. It's Tink. Oh, she my gosh. It is. Uh, and so... It's like sister, so perfect. Yeah. Twin sisters. Twin sisters. It's just it's a it's a great story. Yeah, it is. Yeah. 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 And it couldn't happen to a nicer person. Yeah. No, she's super cool and she uh, she's not an actress yet she she pulled it off. Yeah. I I was impressed. Yeah. I was impressed. Yeah. Great. Well, I appreciate you guys stopping by and chatting with me. That's Absolutely, it. Man. We're not going to do a, a three hours. Three hours. No, three hours. <laughs> All right. Maybe next time. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Right, guys that's it hopefully you guys enjoyed that interview I, I still have a pile of interviews i'm sifting through to see which ones i can bring to you guys uh before i start doing companion cast for season six thanks for sticking with knights of the guild i know it's been a little uh, rough as of late um you know we're still trying to work things out around here i i do you know between work and doing uh, all my other podcasts i right now have about six podcasts total it takes up a lot of my time and um i am doing everything i can to bring you guys uh you know really cool information really cool behind the scenes information uh on the guild so hopefully you guys are enjoying these uh podcasts um like i said it's, this one's a little late i apologize for that um i tried to get this out a few weeks ago and it just wasn't going to happen with comic-con and all that craziness uh hopefully you guys saw all the really cool stuff for geek and sundry uh, they had a panel at comic-con uh, they uh premiered um Written by a Kid, which is produced by Felicia and Kim. It's a fantastic web series. You've got to definitely check that one out. Uh, hopefully you guys are watching Tabletop with Will Wheaton. It's one of my favorites. And, of course, The Flog with Felicia Day, which is incredible. Uh, you definitely need to be checking out Geek and Sundry, the YouTube channel. And um, let them know that you guys are watching by leaving comments. Well, you can find Knights of the Guild all over the Internet. We are at knightsoftheguild.com where you can see show notes. You can listen to podcasts. You can type in Knights of the Guild on iTunes and download our podcast from there. Or any really any of the podcatchers, um, you can find Knights of the Guild. We would love to get a review on iTunes whenever you guys leave us reviews. It gives us more visibility and more people will find the podcast because believe it or not, there are millions of Guild fans out there, and probably just like a tenth of them know that the podcast actually exists. So get the word out to other Guild fans. Let them know that this podcast is around, and they can listen to really cool behind-the-scenes information. They can go through all the archives. Every single podcast that we have done is in the archives on iTunes, so you can definitely download all of them and um, enjoy them. Rewatch season four, season five, and then enjoy the companion cast for those. Those are a lot of fun. If you want to, you can follow uh, me, uh, Kenny, at GeekyFanboy on Twitter. You can also follow the podcast at Knights of Guild. There is no the. It was too long, and I had to take it out. So it's at Knights of Guild. We do have a Facebook page. You can just type in www.facebook.com slash Knights of the Guild and go there and like us. We'd really appreciate it. 
All right, so I think that's going to do it for this podcast. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. And I'm hoping to get another episode out in a few weeks. I still have the I'm the one that's cool behind the scenes look. So um, I may edit that and get that out for the next podcast. Who knows? Anyways, I will talk to you guys later. So until next time, take care. That was the scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the newcomers podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the newcomer's podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. Have you ever experienced uncontrollable bouts of geekdom? If so, the Anomaly Podcast may be right for you. In clinical studies, Anomaly's interviews, convention reports, commentary on geek culture, games, sci-fi and fantasy television, literature, and film provided a feeling of fullness while promoting health for optimal geekiness. The Anomaly Podcast is not suitable for all people. Only geekily active cool chicks with a healthy sense of humor should listen. Geekily active cool guys should listen, too. Anomaly has resulted in sudden fits of squee. Broad smiles may appear without warning and could become permanent. The most common side effects of Anomaly are unconsciously joining in the Gamma Quadrant Golf Clap, out loud, at work, to the amusement of co-workers, and attempting to interject opinions aloud to hosts who can't hear the listener. But in all cases, the benefits outweigh the risks. Ask your anomaly if you're healthy enough for entertainment of this caliber. You don't need a doctor's messy handwriting to obtain a free subscription. Anomaly is available over-the-counter at Stitcher Radio and in the iTunes, Zune, and BlackBerry stores. You can also stream episodes of Anomaly and Anomaly Supplemental at AnomalyPodcast.com. That's A-N-O-M-A-L-Y Podcast.com. Just one one-hour episode provides 24 hours of relief and never leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Music by JewelBeat.com Hey guys, I'm Kenny. And I'm Teal. And we're here today to talk about a brand new companion cast for a fantastic new web series called My Gimpy Life. My Gimpy Life is loosely based on my life and the awkward situations I encounter being an actress with a disability in Hollywood. Yes, and I'll be on set every day bringing you live interviews from cast and crew members. So stay tuned for the brand new companion cast for My Gimpy Life. Bye! Knights of the Guild podcast is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivative, works 3.0, United States license. All rights reserved.